0: All my sweet circlers, how the heck are we? I am definitely making up for the lack of cozy vibes that we're in, that were not in the last episode because today I am fully in my pajamas and a robe and that's about it. So if you are watching the video, you can see that we are definitely comfy and cozy today. And I'm so happy about it. Also, you probably noticed that I'm somewhere that's not my normal location. So just this is going to be a very brief life update, but we did move. We didn't move very far, but we moved and that's it. So there will be a new little circle time. When I do circle time at home, there will be a new little circle time setup for us all. This is not it. This is a very rough setup because my office is not yet set up. I don't have any furniture in there. So I am currently in Cody's office, which also barely is set up, but at least there's a place to sit. So here we are. That's really all I'm going to say about that, but it's exciting and we're very happy and it's all good stuff. So that's why there's not much to say about it. But there's, a, there's, there's that. For you, I am in here with Chili, and he there's a there's this damn bed in here. I forgot that the bed was in here, but we had to like remove all furry beds from Chili's zone, aka like our house. Because if he sees like a tell me if any other dogs are like this, but if he sees like a furry round bed, he immediately humps it. Like, so intensely. (laughs) Like, it's a little bit disturbing. And I thought it was because he was, like, overwhelmed. Like, I thought maybe if we had people over or something, he was just a little bit overwhelmed. And so that's how he, like... Because I read that that's, like, something that happens, I guess. But even if it's just me sitting in silence, he's humping that thing. And I really just cannot stand it. It is so uncomfortable to me. So I just moved it like i put it in Cody's old office and so when we moved they brought it into this room and so i brought him in this room with me because i wanted to like i don't know maybe perhaps if he was like down to snuggle for a second or two i thought that would be nice because i just maybe need some cuddles from my damn dog and i didn't think about it and this bed is in here and he just went full hump attack on that thing and now he's like asleep on it but it's too small for him so he's like half laying on it he's just kind of just kind of a disaster sometimes but you know what it's always good to get a couple humps out when you're really needing them is that I don't know if that's that's a good way to look at things or not I need to be completely honest with you all here I am so out of it and tired we got back from Australia two days ago and today like I just I have not really adjusted I thought I was like like I said in last week's episode like I really just don't know why I did not think that the jet lag was going to be a thing it was a thing when I was there I was tired like the entire time then I finally got used to the time towards the end of the trip and then we left and we came home and what happened is we left at 9am in Australia. So it was, it was like morning time for us. And then it was a 12 hour flight on the way home. So we were like awake most of the time and then tried to like force ourselves to sleep. But then when we landed, it was 6am here. So we are just like, we are just kind of In a little funky zone because I'm just like the time the timing is odd, but that's okay. I'm just a little bit tired, but I feel like maybe some circlers out there can relate. Like, hopefully, some of you guys are tired, and we can just be tired together and like snuggly and warm and cozy in our robes and our PJs or wherever you are. And it's okay that we're tired because you know what that happens sometimes. And we're just getting through and I'm here for like a few weeks and then we go to London. So I'm really just going to be like, I, you know, when you get into those, those zones that are like, I'm never going to feel normal again. (laughs) I am never going to just feel normal again. You just keep like, this is just what happens to me. Like all of a sudden I'm, I'm looking so far ahead and I'm like, oh, I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this. Oh, great. Cool. I guess I'll never sleep again. And it's really quite dramatic of me because I know like tomorrow or the next day I'm going to start feeling better. But for now, it's just a struggle. Like I one of my friends was like, are you are you around Tuesday? And I was like, I'm going to be honest. I'm recording something and then I'm going to go home and I'm probably going to just lay there. I, I don't have any energy because I my, my body clock is just so. Funky, but that's okay. Sorry, I did not mean to dump all of that on you all within the first like 10 minutes of this pod, but that's what the circle's all about trauma dumping, honesty, feelings, emotions, being safe, and feeling loved. So if any of you are feeling the same that I'm feeling, you can pop a little message to me. On Instagram or in the Geneva or something, which, by the way, is constantly popping off and just makes me so happy. So, yeah, that's that. Anywho, I wanted to finish telling you all about my trip in Australia because when I talked to you, I was in the first half of my tr- or like the first few days of my trip. Now we're we're finished with it. And I just have to say Australia is the best. I had the best time there, so we were in Port Macquarie, which is where I recorded the last episode, and I recorded it right after Cody did his Iron Man, which was so amazing. And then we went to Sydney, and we spent like the rest of the week in Sydney, probably like five, six days there. And oh my God, it was just so wonderful. First of all, it's just ab like so clean there i feel like everything was clean and beautiful and also like like all the people i talked to were really nice and it was just kind of wonderful there and the hotel that we stayed in we had this beautiful view so we could see the opera house and we could see like the bridge and stuff and i just instantly if you follow me on instagram you saw like i immediately was like holy fuck I am in the movie. Our lips are sealed. The Mary Kate Nashley movie. I. Realized. So I, I didn't forget about that movie. Because how do you forget about a cinematic masterpiece like that ever. But I just like didn't put together that I was going to be. Like I didn't put together that it was Sydney that they were in. When I was younger. So when I got there and I saw the view from our hotel. And I saw the opera house. I was like holy shit, it's happening. I'm living out my Our Lips Are Sealed dreams. Now, if you don't know what Our Lips Are Sealed is, first of all, like this is the thing, though. Like I could tell you to go watch it and that it's an amazing movie, but I actually don't know if it's an amazing movie because I know that the reason I think it's so amazing is because I watched it 755 times when I was a kid, and it just was... Everything and more to me. And I think a lot of people my age, around my age, have similar experiences. So, like, we all think it's really good. But I can't imagine, like, recommending someone who doesn't have that, like, nostalgic tie to it to, like, think it's good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't be like, oh my God, have you ever seen Our Lips Are Sealed? It's amazing. You would love it. You have to check it out. Like, I don't actually know if it's, it would hold up to be that amazing today to someone who's never seen it, but I do know that I'm going to watch it and I'm going to love every second of it. And you know what? I think I'm going to watch it when this episode comes out and I'll give some live updates on the circle time pod Instagram so look out for that because I just had that idea, but I think it's really brilliant. So either Thursday, on Thursday when this comes out, I will, I will react to Our Lips Are Sealed live on Instagram. And I'll save it to the highlights. So in case that you're listening to this later on, just go look at the highlights on my Instagram and you'll see it. But see, you got to mix work and work and pleasure, people. Now this is part of my job and I, I'm making it my job to react to Our Lips Are Sealed. Because that's what you do in life. You try to make your job as enjoyable as it possibly can be. And I already thought I had peaked in enjoying my job by talking to you all every week. But I just made it even better. Okay, I feel like these days, no matter where you work or what your job is, making content and putting yourselves and your company or your brand or whatever it is out there for marketing purposes is just... So important, you know, it's a really great way to get eyes on you. Whether you work for yourself or you're part of a team, your brand has a lot to say. An issue helps you tell the world. Put new life into static content by transforming brochures, newsletters, catalogs, magazines, and more from flat PDF into interactive digital publications and social posts for your audiences worldwide. Give them content that's fun to read across every channel and on every single device. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials and magazines to catalogs and portfolios and so much more. Issue also works seamlessly with the tools you already use and love, okay, like Canva, Dropbox, MailChimp, and InDesign. And it really is for anyone. From solo entrepreneurs and designers to enterprise teams, really anyone who wants to create and share engaging content that stands out in a matter of minutes. I feel like it's so important to get this stuff done. And a lot of times it could be really difficult, but Issue just makes it so easy. And you could really bring something to your team that they might not even know is available to them. So it's awesome. And you can start using Issue for free. Try it out and explore premium features that offer a more customized experience. Get started with Issue today for free or sign up for an annual premium account and get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code CIRCLE. That's issuu.com slash podcast and use promo code circle at checkout for your free starter account or 50% off an annual premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code circle. All right, my sweet angel circlers. As we know, I say it pretty much every episode, but circle time, this is a safe space. So if you've ever had unprotected sex, or you forgot your birth control, or you had a condom broke, or you're in the moment and you're not sure if a condom might have broken, first of all, you are absolutely not alone, okay? Everybody has been there and it's totally fine. And I am so excited to talk about a new company that is giving emergency contraception a much needed rebrand. I feel like pretty much everyone I know has their own story, or they know someone who has had to take the morning after pill. And with that always comes this sort of shame or embarrassment when it truly should not at all. Well, Julie is aiming to be the emergency contraception company for the next generation, one of learning and acceptance, not stigma and shame. When it comes to complex and stressful choices around your health, Julie believes women deserve products that are easy in every way. Easy to find, easy to take, easy to relate to, and easy to understand. Julie stops your body from releasing an egg using the same active ingredient as Plan B or other morning after pills. Essentially, Julie works by preventing or delaying your ovulation. With no egg, there's no fertilization and therefore no pregnancy, and it's no risk to future fertility. Julie just launched at CVS, but you can also find Julie at Target and Walmart stores across the US. You can also order online to have for the future, just in case you need it. It's legal in all 50 states, and you do not need an ID, prescription, or credit card to get it. And Julie is not just a morning after pill. It's a morning after pill brand that's working to increase access to emergency contraception for women across the country. Julie has a one-for-one donation program, and every time you purchase Julie at a store or online, the company donates one pill to someone who needs it. Julie partners with over 25 organizations across the country to provide donations to those disproportionately impacted by health inequities. You can go to juliecare.co to learn more or find Julie at your nearest CVS, Target, or Walmart today. That's juliecare.co to learn more. Anyway, if you haven't seen Our Lips Are Sealed, basically Mary-Kate and Ashley, who I don't think are named Mary-Kate and Ashley in the movie, but they, their dad or maybe them? I think them. They accidentally become like witnesses of like a crime. They basically like like this guy tries to steal this really special diamond and they like accidentally stop him. And so then they're like involved in this crime and this like they don't the police basically don't want these thieves to come after them. So they send them to the witness protection program and they get put through the witness protection program and they end up in Sydney, Australia with different names and stuff. And so it's basically them living in Sydney. Well, they try out a bunch of different locations, I'm pretty sure, and they don't work out But because they keep slipping up. That's what happens. They keep forgetting that they're like in the witness protection program and so they keep slipping up and so they have to keep changing their location. And so they send them across the world to Sydney, Australia and They start a life there, you know, and it's like really amazing. And they have to like adjust to the Australian culture. They eat Vegemite. And I think they run like their family like runs an inn, like a bed and breakfast. And geez, it is just good stuff right there. I mean, it's it's gold. So when I was there in Sydney, I was just getting all these flashbacks. Like, I don't know if anyone hasn't seen this movie, you're going to probably... Maybe just skip through this, but or don't or listen, and then you'll be like really intrigued to watch the movie or to watch my stories about the movie. But they go to this amusement park in the movie, and somehow, of course, these like two boys that they meet have keys to the amusement park, and so it's just them in the amusement park. And I saw the amusement park. And if you're familiar with Australia, I don't act Luna Park. maybe that's what it's called. And like the entrance is like a guy's face. Anywho, so we're like walking, we're taking a little walk in Sydney and I see the amusement park and I'm like freaking out. And I just know Cody and his parents were like, this bitch needs to relax anyway. But so I was just pretty, pretty stoked about that. I felt a little bit starstruck, honestly, just, I felt like I was Mary Kate and Ashley just walking around Sydney. It was pretty awesome. But Yeah, it was just so beautiful. And we went and we had so many delicious meals. I feel like a lot of times like I feel like L.A. has really good food. Which I'm so I'm spoiled and I get a lot of good meals. So I feel like sometimes I'm a little picky, maybe a little spoiled. Maybe I'm just a spoiled brat, but there's a lot of good restaurants here, you know. And so sometimes we go somewhere and it's good, but it's not like I'm not like blown away. Am I a spoiled brat? I hope not. Anyway, so we, but we just went to so many good places. My friend Zach, shout out Zach. He recommended Bills for breakfast and they have really good ricotta pancakes. And I also got fried rice from there for breakfast because I have realized that I am a more savory breakfast kind of person than a sweet. But I will say those pancakes when when you're craving pancakes pancakes are all you want those were like the, some of the best i've ever had the pancakes at bills and honestly the fried rice was pretty spectacular as well and we also went to zach also recommended that we go to chiswick willara i think walara is like where the restaurant is but holy shit that place was good it was so cute decorated so great like great vibes but also the food was spectacular you know something i love about something i love about australian cuisine is that they serve a lot of halloumi and i love halloumi apparently i mean i i knew i knew i liked halloumi but like it was kind of on every single menu and i really appreciated that because You don't see it a lot here, I feel like, but halloumi is delicious and it made me kind of want to kind of want to play around with halloumi in the kitchen myself, even though I don't play around in the kitchen to begin with. But maybe I'll start with halloumi because boy, oh boy, that stuff was good. So yeah, anyway, Chiswick was delicious. So we had some really good meals. Cody's cousin lives in Canada. Nope. Well, he does have cousins who live in Canada, but I meant to say Australia. Cody's cousin from Canada lives in Australia now. So we got to have a couple meals with him, which was awesome. And we got to spend a lot of like quality time with Cody's parents, which was really nice because you know, they don't live here. And so our time with them is not as like we don't spend as much time with them as we spend with my parents. Just my parents are closer. So it was nice to be able to spend some quality time with them. It was like a nice long trip and it was, it was just really nice. And yeah. And then we went to Bondi beach for a couple of days and Cody actually used to live in Bondi beach. So that was really cool to like see his old stomping grounds. And when I say live there, like he lived there for like three months, but still that's living there in my opinion. So yeah, Bondi beach was so cool. I felt like it was like, I don't know. It was just such like a cool, relaxed beach town. Every meal we had there was great too. We went to North Bondi fish and we went to Coogee pavilion on Coogee beach and they were both really good. And yeah, we got to see Fitz, our friend Cody met her when he was out in Australia, when he lived there and, she's just stayed friends with everyone and so we got to see her which was really nice we did some shopping and that's that really it was just awesome and i also vlogged during it so that will be out at some point but yeah it was just a really fun trip and it's just so like we went to australia I guess I kind of talked about this in the last episode, but we went to Australia before COVID for Cody's tour. And I think just because we were like going from city to city, we were very on the go. It didn't really like sink in how far away from home that I was. And this trip, since we were, you know, there for like 10 days and just got to like actually experience Australia and really just be there and enjoy it. It was first of all, amazing, but also just like, It just hit me a lot more how far away I was from everything, like normal, like home. And it was kind of just like a weird feeling. Like I felt like a little bit homesick almost in a weird way. I don't know. I think just like I just felt far away. And like trying to talk to people here, like it was pretty easy, I mean we were so off our schedules that I was waking up at like 4 a.m. So I was able to talk to people for the majority of the day, but like everyone that was at home went to sleep around like 3 p.m. there. So then it was just a lot of like me with my own thoughts. And I also wasn't alone. Like I was with Cody and his parents, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was just different. So it was an interesting experience, but I I absolutely loved it. Interesting in a very positive way. Like it was just different from any other trip I feel like I've experienced. And I don't really know why, but it just felt different. So yeah, but it was amazing and I'm so happy we did it. And I can't believe it's over. Like I feel like our wedding and this Ironman trip were like the two big things happening. And now they're both done. And now there's just other cool, exciting things to look forward to. But it's just, I can't believe it's done because we were thinking and talking and planning and all of that. And yeah, so that's that. It was an amazing trip. If you ever have the chance to go to Sydney or just Australia in general, I highly recommend it. So that's that. Okay, I feel like every time I'm talking with my friends, Even different groups of friends that I have lately, one way or another, the conversation always ends up with us talking about gut health. Can anybody else relate to this? I don't know why it happens, but it's always just ends up being a topic of conversation. And it's not just in my friend groups, okay? Because there are over 3.8 million posts on Instagram tagged hashtag gut health, a staggering 653.7 million videos on TikTok about it, and a quick Google search will yield over 29.7 million news results. Gut health, probiotics, and the microbiome are buzzing in conversation, headlines, and hashtags. But then there's so much information about it. And I'm seeing all this information and sometimes misinformation. And a lot of times it just feels confusing and overwhelming. And I don't know where to begin until I found Seed, the one brand who is committed to scientific integrity and transparency seeds ds01 daily symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strain that have been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits there are no binders no preservatives and it's prop 65 compliant i just love taking seeds so much because like i said i really had no idea where to begin with gut health i knew i wanted to take better care of my gut but Since there was just so much information, I wasn't doing anything because I was overwhelmed. But now I know I'm getting exactly what I want and what I need, and it feels great. And seed is just good for so much, okay? So obviously, it's good for digestive health because 16 of their 24 strains are specifically geared towards digestive health, which makes sense because you know, people take a probiotic exactly for digestive health. So, I mean, they're supporting healthy regularity, ease of bloating, healthy stool hydration, ease of evacuation, all of that good stuff. Okay. But also it helps with your skin health. Seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic has four specific probiotic strains that have been shown to promote healthy skin and reinforce a healthy gut skin axis. And it's good for your heart health. Maintains blood cholesterol levels already in the normal range and it supports healthy intestinal recycling of cholesterol and bile. It's just, it's just amazing. I love taking seeds so much. It's make, it makes me feel so good. And you can avoid the gut mania and all of the chaos that you can find online about gut mania and head to the trusted source for symbiotics. Visit seed.com slash circle and use code circle to redeem 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash circle and use code circle. Okay, that was a new single circular alarm that I was trying out. How did we feel about that one? I thought it was kind of fun, but yes, that's right. This is for you, single-circlers. And you know the drill, okay? We're not just talking about those single-circlers who are looking for something serious. I'm talking about anyone. Whatever it is you want to find, what if I told you it starts with a swipe? So many possibilities really are just a match away, okay? I mean it. Tinder is the world's most popular dating app, and that means there are the most opportunities there to find whatever it is that you are looking for. Because success on Tinder really can mean whatever you want it to. All right? Other dating apps are hard. They're just confusing and you're meeting a lot of people and you don't know if those people are wanting exactly what you're wanting out of that relationship. You know what I mean? But Tinder really does make it easy and fun and very straightforward. So you can say what you're looking for and you can make sure the people you're talking to are in the same boat. Tinder just released Relationship Goals, which is a new status for your profile that shows others what types of connections you're looking for. So amazing. You can like weed out all the BS and just get to the point and be open and honest about what you want and get the same thing from the people that you're talking to. It's just amazing. Relationship Goals is just one of many features that Tinder has released to make sure you're comfy on the app, which is exactly what you want to be. And they have more safety features than any other dating app. I recommend it. I think you should go out there and try and get exactly what you want because that's what you deserve. On Tinder, it starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today and explore all of the possibilities for yourself. And now we're home. And something else interesting that happened while we were gone was that someone that was staying here because we have someone stay at our house and we're gone. And they were staying in the new house and they saw a coyote. And that's scary because Chili, although he looks massive. I'm just kidding. Although he looks bigger in in my like on my Instagram and stuff or on my videos, he's only eight pounds. He's like very small. He's all hair. He's a tiny little guy. So we have to be careful with him and coyotes. So I'm a little bit nervous about that. Every time I take him out now, he's on his leash. But if anybody has any tips or tricks to scare away coyotes, I like genuinely considered getting like a huge blow up cat that I saw and putting it outside our home. And that really just is not that attractive when you're looking at the house. So if anyone has any other ideas or things that they know that are good to scare off coyotes, let me know because I want Shirley to be safe and I want him to be able to like run around the yard and stuff like a normal dog. So, yeah, but everything else has been good at the new house. Moving is exhausting also. So that was kind of like we moved and then we left. So I just feel like I'm just extra tired. And now I'm going to stop complaining about being tired because no one wants to hear that anymore. Okay? Sorry. I just had to get one more off my chest, but now I'm done. What I do want to talk about, there's a couple pop culture things. I don't really have much Taylor Swift to talk about this this time around. I think right now we're at we're we're at the point where there's one there's a lot of people talking about about Taylor Swift. And not in a bad way, but I just don't have anything else to contribute to the conversation at this time. I really just wish her and Maddie Healy the best. And I can't wait to see her show in August and maybe before. Oh, I did want to say Blake Lively was there. And I that's pretty much all I have to say about that, actually, because I just like a—I like a Blake Lively in the wild moment because I just think that she I just love her. And so she was at the show with her two kids. And like, I just wonder how cool it is for those kids that Taylor Swift's just like their aunt, like their mom's friend, and they just go visit her at work. That's pretty much all I had to say about that. And yeah, my friend Jenna sent me this video of these like, like Taylor Swift was performing inside an arena and outside people that didn't even have tickets. Everybody like so many people were like sitting on this lawn, like singing along. And I was a little bit like, oh my God, everybody's insane. (laughs) Everyone's insane. How does she have so many fans? It's insane. And not like how, like I get it. Like I'm one of her fans and I'm a huge fan, but it's just like, holy fuck there's so many people that love her so much and it's amazing, but it's insane at the same time, you know, like some of the videos that I've seen of like people like leaving her show and everybody like looks all disheveled and like everybody's like singing and they're all like trampling over each other. Like it's kind of scary. Like I saw one video of (laughs) of people, like a TikTok of people like entering a subway, like the, train not the restaurant I don't know if anyone was thinking the subway restaurant or if it was just me (laughs) I think I'm hungry but I saw a bunch of people entering like the the subway train and like it was like the stop that was at the stop that was closest to the show and the the train just flooded with these like people who just looked like they had just gone to war for Taylor Swift everybody's like zombies like Taylor Swift zombies getting on the train and it is just like to someone who's not a fan of Taylor Swift like or just like doesn't care like we Taylor Swift fans look insane you know like I saw that video and I was like are you guys good like it was it was intense and it really made me laugh but also like I was kind of embarrassed (laughs) To Like, I was kind of like, whoa, okay, we're doing a lot here, aren't we? But you know what? I'm going to be one of those Taylor Swift zombies in August, so I really, like, can't talk too much shit about it. I just can't. Also, did you see that Rihanna's baby's name was confirmed? And does anybody know how to pronounce it? Urza? R-Z-A. Like, maybe I'm just stupid so if anybody knows how to pronounce it can you tell me because I want to pronounce it correctly because that damn baby I mean we knew we knew you know ASAP Rocky and Rihanna are obviously gonna make a beautiful baby they're two of the most beautiful people ever they're obviously gonna make a beautiful baby but he is so cute and he's so well-dressed and he's just seems so sweet and they seem like they love him so much. And it's just like cute and sweet, you know? And I just am really excited for their next one because she's pregnant again. But I think he's so cute. So I want to know how to say his name correctly because I feel weird. Just kind of like throwing pronunciations out there when I don't actually know how it's pronounced. Those are really the only like pop culture things I wanted to talk about because I feel like not much has been going on. I am really excited for the Vanderpump Rules reunion. I couldn't think of the word, but I mean, so I've been I've been watching old episodes like I've been watching it from the beginning, but I've also been watching the newer episodes and watch and watching the newer episodes, like when you know what's about to go down, like when you're watching like Raquel and fucking Tom, who's, I mean, awful. He's so, I mean, just like ugh. anyway. So when you see them like interacting now, knowing that they were banging, it is just insane to me and it makes me feel ill because how could two people do that you know but i really i also can't look away cuz i can't stop watching and i just i can't wait for the reunion because everybody's just screaming at each other and i never thought that i was going to be a vpr girly i never had any desire really but i am i'm a vpr girl and that's 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 that that's that i can't get enough i cannot look away And I'm so excited for the reunion. I haven't, I'm not fully caught up on the recent episodes. I still have a few, but do not worry, okay? Do not fret. I will finish them, okay? Just for you guys, I'll add that to my list of work tasks. Finish Vanderpump Rules and watch Our Lips Are Sealed for for the greater good of the circlers. I have to for you all and i'm willing to take that task on to sit on the couch and watch vanderpump rules i will do that for you guys okay don't you worry something else that has nothing to do with pop culture but a few things i was thinking of like things that i want like that i'm into and things that i'm not into anymore and one of the things that i've decided are very in for the summer are frappuccinos i said it what the hell is up with those things? Like, Frappuccinos are in. When did, those, when did those go out? Like, why was all of a sudden drinking a Frappuccino not cool? Because it's awesome, okay? Those things, they're cold. They're satisfying. They're tasty. You can get a boost of caffeine. You get a little treat. And it's nice. It's nice to get a little treat every once in a while. Sure. Frappuccinos probably aren't the most healthy thing in the world for you to be drinking on a regular basis. But on a weekend, you want a little treat? You want a little pick-me-up? Grab yourself a frap. This is not sponsored, by the way, at all. But grab yourself a frap Because life is too short to think that frappuccinos are embarrassing to be walking around maybe maybe no one else thinks that but i feel like there's like a weird stigma with frappuccinos like and i just think that people are like oh i used to do that when i was younger but like i used to wear low-rise pants when i was younger i'm doing that again i used to like wear butterfly clips in my hair i would do that now why can't i why can't I drink a frappuccino in peace? I love frappuccinos. I had one yesterday. It was amazing. Like, even just like a simple coffee frap. Oh my God, what a treat that is. Seriously, I just think life is too short to not treat yourself every once in a while. And I know that I'm not the only one who walks into a Starbucks once in a while and thinks, "Ugh!" A frappuccino sounds amazing, and then you get up to the counter. And you're like, can I just have a black iced coffee, or something? Can I just have an iced latte, almond milk? Well, you know what? If you th- if you walk into Starbucks and you think, oh my god, a frappuccino sounds so good right now, why don't you just get a frap? Life's too short. Get the frap. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Frappuccinos are very in. It's Frappuccino summer. It's hot girl Frappuccino summer. And justice for Frappuccinos, I think Alfred should start making Frappuccinos. Do they make Frappuccinos? Coffee Bean makes really good Frappuccinos. They're not called the or they're not called that. They're called hmm, iced blendeds, I believe. Those are delicious. I just think that we should be drinking more fun drinks at coffee shops if we want to or if it's if it's treat time. Get yourself a treat. I remember when I was a kid, my favorite thing would be getting a treat. You know, you you finish school and you like beg your mom to take you for just a little treat and then she takes you to Starbucks and then you get a decaf coffee frappuccino. That's what I used to get. And I just think that we should be treating ourselves more often. Do it for your inner child. Get a fucking frap for the love of God. I mean, it's not that hard, people. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was the most energy I've had in a long time was talking about frappuccinos. But I really do feel passionate about it. I've been wanting to, like, talk about this publicly for a minute because I've been getting frappuccinos for a while now. And I just think that I'm excited for everyone to enter their Frappuccino era as I have, because it's really just nice to do something for yourself every once in a while and get a fucking for on me. Well, it's not on me because I'm not technically paying for it, but maybe we could do like Frappuccino Fridays every once in a while. And I could put a little Starbucks gift card on the circle time pod story. And we could, and we could, and I could treat you all to a Frappuccino, but you have to get a Frappuccino. Well, unless you like can't health wise, but I just think maybe it just goes hand in hand with thinking that like, you don't always need to try to be cool. And I feel like even it's the same thing with like clothes and stuff. Like when you're trying to be something or when you're trying to dress a certain way, because you think that that's what all the cool people are wearing. You never actually really love what you're wearing because it's not you. It's just what you think that you should be doing. Same with like now since we moved, like we've been redecorating a bit and I feel like we're just picking out furniture that's much more us. Not that the last stuff wasn't, but the last one was more just like general looks good. It looked good, but it wasn't 100% us. Now we're like making it feel us and it feels so good, you know, and it's really just the same thing with fraps. With fucking fraps. They just, you don't get it because you think you look lame. Maybe I just always thought it was lame to get it. Like I went through a phase, but I don't know. I just think like do whatever the hell you want. And that's the only way you're actually going to feel happy is if you just like live the truth that you actually want to live. Maybe this Frappuccino era is bigger than just Frappuccinos. It's it's who you are. It's doing what makes you feel good because it's what you want to do, not because it's what you think other people will think is cool or will think is right or will think is good. You just do what feels right to you, you know? And also, you know, you got to stick to a moral compass, you know, and you got to have some values and some morals along with that. Like I'm I'm feeling as though Raquel thought she was in her frappuccino era and so she like started fucking Tom Sandoval because it's what she wanted to do and she was just doing what made her happy that's not really what you should do you should have morals i feel like you know you should do what you want to do but don't hurt other people in doing that so just just wanted to put a little um just a little side note to my frappuccino era speech that I was just giving. Yeah, don't do anything to hurt others by making yourself happy. That's kind of just like a rule of thumb, I feel like, but I just maybe have to toss it out there just in case, just in case. Anyway, the thing that's out is eggs. I was going to do an in and an out. And the thing that's out is eggs. Because boy, oh boy, I have a huge egg ick going on right now, and. It's sad. Well, maybe actually egg salad would be fine, but like breakfast eggs are f- just, ugh, you know, for me at the moment, but that might be personal because I do tend to get an egg ick pretty frequently, pretty intensely often. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that one personally if there's any egg fans out there, but that's my in and my out. I'm so excited for our Frappuccino era. I just know this is going to be good for the girls over summer. It's going to be so good for the girls over summer, getting a frap, sitting in the sun and getting a goddamn frap. I mean, please, please sign me up. I want a frap right now. I tried to put the microphone in front of Chili's face so he could sniff it, but he didn't make any noise. Anyway, I'm really glad I got that whole Frappuccino era thing off my chest because I've just been thinking about it for months now. And it's just time. It's just absolutely time for us. And I cannot wait. Caramel, java chip, coffee. If you like espresso more than coffee, you can get an espresso frappuccino, mocha. They have a new one, java chip mint. That's Sorry, I couldn't think of the word mint, but java chip mint. It's like a mint chocolate chip. And if you don't want to go to Starbucks, don't go to Starbucks, but Just get like an ice blended coffee treat with whipped cream from somewhere and enjoy your fucking life because it's too short. It's too short. Okay. Oh, geez. Sorry about that. I went way too hard on the fraps, but girls got to do what a girl's got to do. And you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? It's story time. We have not done a story time in a minute. So let's get into it. Here we go. First one.
1: Hey Kelsey, leaving one of these voicemails somehow is giving me so much anxiety. And so I hope I don't sound so dumb, but basically I've been going on a few dates with this guy just because I feel like I should be dating. I'm 26 and I'm single. So I feel like I should be going on dates. So I've been dating this guy and I like can't tell if I'm into him or like I'm just dating him because I feel like I should, is that like a sign that I should try with someone else or should I keep going on dates with him and to see where it goes? Or is that mean? Because I'm already questioning it after like four dates. So <laughs> if you have any advice, please let me know. Love you. Love the pod. Let me know.
0: Okay. Well, first of all, never be scared to leave a voicemail because this is a safe circular space. So you never have anything to worry about. But I will say if you've been on, I was going to say like one or two dates and you know, you're not really sure. I would say go for a third, but I feel like if you've been on four dates with someone and you're kind of like, I feel like that's a sign. I remember like, you know, hanging out, dating ish, not really like certain people and being like, it's really nice to have someone to date, but like, That's the only reason I really liked them, you know, like, and I would think to myself, like. Think about yourself in certain situations with this guy, like introducing him to your family or your your loved ones or taking him to something that means a lot to you, like a concert or a show or something or opening up to him or whatever it is, like think about him in different scenarios. And if you're like, no, I don't want him to be a part of that then I think then that's for sure when you know but I really do feel like if you're kind of questioning it especially after four dates you kind of know I don't it's not really fair to him to keep going out with him even though you kind of already answered the question for yourself but I mean you could give it one more try but I wouldn't let it get any further I remember I dragged this one thing out for like way too long with this guy in college I knew I didn't like him the entire time and like it got to the point where he asked me to be his girlfriend and I remember thinking like oh my god am I gonna have to say yes to him like I don't want him to be my boyfriend I don't want to bring him home I don't want to like hang out with him I don't want to bring him to parties to like meet my friends (laughs) sorry that's just mean but I just didn't really like him that much and and then i was like okay no i cannot be your girlfriend i'm sorry yeah you just got to like think about him in those kind of scenarios and like or like do something fun without him and like see if you even think about him one time like don't set yourself up like just just see if you really actually want him around or if it's just like it's nice to have someone to go on dates with because it's not worth it it's not fair to him and it's not worth it to you or your time to be wasting your time with someone who you don't really like that much you know I hope that was helpful let me know let me know what you think okay here's another
1: hi Kelsey this is Ella Canadian listener of yours I already left a message so maybe you've already heard it maybe not but I just noticed such a good progression in your fashion throughout watching all your vlogs and everything on my binges of them as I do and I guess my question would be how did you find your sense of fashion? Because for me, I've been scared of being judged by wearing the things that are different or kind of out there. And I guess I absolutely love your fashion sense. So I just wanted to know how you developed that. And I don't know, any advice about fashion?
0: That is, first of all, so kind. Thank you for saying that. I feel like it has definitely been a journey. And I totally understand how you're feeling. First of all, I feel like I kind of covered this in last week's episode, but I'm happy to talk about it again because I just think it's something that is important and that we should all like think about. I feel like it's really easy and this really does go hand in hand with the Frappuccino era. Honestly, I was just talking about this, but like it's easy to just do things because we don't want to be judged, or just doing what everyone else is doing because it's easier and it's acceptable, and that's what's whatever. But you're never gonna feel fully like yourself and fully happy. And I feel like my fashion sense grew so much and has continued to grow so much when I stopped searching for things that I just thought would appeal to a general mass group of people. And don't get me wrong. There are still things that I find that like I'll send to my friend to be like, is this weird or cool? And like kind of talk to people about it. But she also like if I if I said, no, I know you think this is weird, but I'm going to wear it. She would 100 percent support me. So it's just it's more just like if there is stuff that speaks to you that you just, you can't explain it, but you love it and you want to wear it, wear that. Because that is when you will feel confident. That's when you'll feel like yourself. That's when you'll feel happy. And like feeling like yourself and feeling happy, all of those types of feelings all have to do and go hand in hand and feed into confidence. And so if you're feeding all of those positive feelings and you're just letting yourself Be yourself, then you're always going to feel more confident. You're always going to feel happier. And it doesn't matter what anyone else around you thinks. And I think that that also has to do with who you're surrounding yourself with. Because, like I said, my friends now, if I say, no, I really love this and I really want to wear this, they would be like, okay, wear it. I'm glad you're happy. They wouldn't be embarrassed to be seen with me. They would love it and they would accept it. And my friends have not always been like that, friends in the past, but. Surrounding yourself with people who allow you to be yourself is also really important and harder to find, but it's possible. And I just think that also just doing it, doing those things, being yourself, wearing what you want, that will show you who those true friends really are very quickly and very easily. So I just think like just... I don't know, just being who you want to be and wearing what you want to wear. It's scary at first because like, who knows? Like it might be a little bit outlandish whatever you're wearing, but you will feel happy that you're wearing what you want to wear. And then that confidence, that happiness will exude out from you and will reflect onto other people and people will love that about you. It makes you you. And I just feel like, you can't let what other people say or the judgments from other people get in the way of just being who you want to be. I've had people be like, Oh, there you are again, wearing blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, I like to wear it and it's who I am and it's like, whatever. Who the hell cares? It's my my clothes, my body, it's what I want to do. And you have to remember that. And I know it's not that easy, but it takes a lot of time and just courage. And with that courage, you could just grow so much. So just go for it. Go for it. And you have a whole community of circlers who would support you to wear whatever you want. So send pics in the Geneva of your outfits and we will all hype you up. Okay. All right. Let's do another one.
1: Hi, Kelsey. I know that everyone says this, but I truly love the podcast, so you should just take it as further validation that you are amazing. I just love you as a person, so don't ever, ever change. But to get into it, I am pretty much hung up on a boy that I've been friends with for pretty much most of my life. We were really, really close before we started dating, and then after a few months, he ended things, and that was years ago. And since then, over the years, we've gotten our close friendship back but I never really got closure when he broke up with me and I still have strong feelings for him after all these years which is pretty annoying but here we are but yeah it's basically just really hard especially since we're this close again and I'm constantly back and forth between wanting to open up and tell him about my feelings for him or just keep it a secret and be friends because the friendship is really important to me so yeah I would just love your advice on this thank you so much love you
0: Okay, I love you too. And thank you for saying such nice things. I think this is such a tricky situation because when it's like friends and friendship and love intertwined it could be really easy and it could also be really hard. And this seems like one of the ones that's harder. And I know that you're going back and forth because you want to tell him your feelings but also you don't want to fuck up the friendship. And I totally get that. But I do feel like at the end of the day, it it could take years or it could take days or whatever, but not being honest about how you feel will ultimately also end up fucking up something in the friendship. You know what I mean? I just think that when there are feelings and especially feelings like like love and being in love with someone that are kind of just sitting in your chest and in your heart like that doesn't go away and that will continue to weigh on you until you let it out and one way or the other that's going to affect your friendship because you're not you're holding so much in it's just going to explode one day you know so I know it's scary, but I do feel like you have to be honest and you don't know the outcome. You know what I mean? He might say maybe you should spend some time apart because he doesn't feel that way. Or he might say he's in love with you too. You really, there's like two completely opposite sides of how that could go. But I just think that you you really just never know unless you tell him. And also like, you kind of have to just do it for yourself because right now you're not saying anything and it's kind of protecting what he wants, which is the friendship, which I know you want too. But you also probably like want to get your feelings out there and just want to feel a little bit free from these binding feelings. And so you have to do that for yourself. Because it's not fair to hold that stuff in. It's not fair to you. So I feel like you got to just talk to him about it. And one way or the other, it will work itself out. But I think that eventually holding this in will just will hurt your friendship just as much as saying it out loud. So you need to just you need to tell him. I know it's scary. I know. But you have to. You have to. We're here for you as a circle, I promise. It's going to be okay, but you have to tell him. Okay. Last but not least, one more.
1: Hey, Kels. Just want to say hey. I'm Sarah from Chicago, and I'm looking for some new hobbies. So I was wondering if you had any favorite little hobbies that you do outside of work because I'm looking for some better ways to fill my free time. Okay. Thanks.
0: You're the best. Bye. Hello, Sarah. Hobbies. Okay. This is tough because I always feel like one of my hobbies, I always say is like laying on the couch, but that's not really kind of the hobby that we're looking for here. Is it now? Is it? No, it's not. So I'm not going to say laying on the couch. I will say reading is one of my favorite things to do outside of work. I think It's hard to get into, but once you're into it, it's great. And we have a good little book club community here in circle time. So you can get some good recommendations and you can talk to people and stuff. And that could really be a good hobby where you can meet people and talk to people and also be like reading and entertained and stuff like that. I think that's a good one. Something that I think a lot of people do as a hobby that that I've considered getting into is knitting. If you remember when Brooke was on my podcast, she was talking all about knitting and it seems like fun. So I think that would be a good one. Relaxing. I do have a lot of like adult coloring books. I'm not going to lie. I do love to like color every once in a while and like take my mind off of things. And yeah, I would say those are some good ones, but I always feel like every time someone asks me what my hobbies are, I always get like, I don't know. Like I, it's hard to like pinpoint my hobbies exactly, but I would say those are some good ones. And also like I've been very into like interior design type of stuff lately. So like just like thinking of rooms and what I would do in them and like, maybe it's cause we're moving, but like it's just fun to make like a little mood board or just even like redoing the candles and the coffee table books on your coffee table or finding fun little stuff like that just little things like little tchotchkes for lack lack of a better word just like making little mood boards and doing little stuff like that I find to be very fun so that's another thing I like to do honestly and there we have it and if anyone else has any fun hobbies to share go ahead and share those on the Geneva too, because it's always just good to to share that kind of stuff because I'm always looking for new hobbies as well. And there we have it. That is the end of our circle time for today. It's always so much fun hearing from you guys. I'm sorry it's been a little bit since we've done that. And now we're going to do our journal time. And I have some questions in my robe pocket. Okay. These are some recycled questions, so you might have heard these in a different episode, but I might not have answered them. Okay, top 10 list of things you dislike. We answered this one on the Mary Beth and Benny drama episode, but I did not answer it, so I will attempt to do that now. Top 10 things of things I dislike. Well, number one, we all know it's going to be eggs. We know it's going to be eggs, okay? Right now, at least, it's eggs. And maybe I'll go like the food route on this one. Maybe that's what I'll do. Top 10 foods I dislike. Sorry, just completely couldn't think of another food besides eggs, like even that I like or dislike. At all. I don't like custard. I don't really like, like, fat like pork fat or like any meats that have any fat on them that really freaks me out i don't love i don't love jelly really to be honest i do like pb and j's but i don't like jelly on its own i don't love maraschino cherries i think they're kind of gross i don't love bananas unless i'm really craving one like if i see a banana that just looks good then i'll eat it but i don't love bananas and i don't love chunks in my smoothies i'll tell you that much i i don't like that at all and that kind of falls into the banana category cuz a lot of times it's bananas that i'm getting chunks of i don't like i don't like aperol it's not really a food but it's a, it's an alcohol and i don't like that and i wish i did Because I really wish I liked admiral spritzes. I do. And I don't know if it's been 10. I think it's probably been about seven. So I'll try to think of a couple more. I do not like certain kinds of fish. (laughs) I don't know, guys. That's all I can really think of. But I don't... For me, a lot of times, like, I could not like something. And then I could see it. And it could look really good. And I might like it in the moment. Or I could really like something and then they bring it out. And I'm like, why does it look like that all of a sudden? And then I hate it. So I'm a little bit picky. But those are some things that I dislike. And there we have it. Okay. I don't know why I went foods on that one. I think I was just, I'm just hungry. And now I want a smoothie blended thin. I always say that. Did you know that at every, why would you know that? But at every time, every time I order a smoothie blended thin. Always. Not my frappuccinos though. That's, maybe that's why I like frappuccinos because there's no chunks. Anyway, my God, sorry. That's that. That's the end of circle time. And as always, doing this has instantly made me feel happier and better. And I hope that listening to it has made you feel the same. And I cannot wait to hear from you all this week. If you want to join the Geneva, you can go to our Instagram at Pod follow it and then go to the highlights and the link to the Geneva is in there it's so great such a wonderful community I love seeing all of you guys talk all the time and it's just amazing make sure to leave this a nice little five star review and that's that thank you for watching thank you for listening I love you all so much and I'll see you next time